Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener on our private feed where you'll have ad-free episodes and join us in Zoom meetups to meet other listeners of our podcast community. Go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes. The biggest obstacle was believing the voices that told me I wasn't good enough. And that was hard because there were times where statistically I was crushing it and that I was ranked the lowest in the company. My name is Spree Devora, host of The Women in Tech Show. The show means a lot to me. The reason why I wanted to create The Women in Tech Show is I wanted to create a positive piece of content, something where people can listen and say, if she can do it, so can I. I call it actionable empowerment. Every single episode, you'll hear the story of a fantastic woman in tech, from engineers to founders to investors to journalists to designers, all sorts of different females in tech who have thrived. I want to share their stories with you so that you can can know what resources, mentors, and life situations they accessed in order to get to where they are today. Enjoy. Welcome back to the Women in Tech podcast, celebrating women in tech around the world. I am so excited to be here today with USC. Hello, Allison. Hello there. So, Allison, tell us a little bit about where we are, who you are, and what you do. Well, we're at USC, so I'll mention I got my master's in engineering at USC, started my career as an engineer evolved, went into the field and sales. I've worked for seven tech startups. I've been part seven. of seven, wow. seven resulting in five acquisitions and two IPOs. And I decided to take my show on the road. So I helped, I'm a strategy consultant for tech startups and teach them how to have the success I have. And I'm also an executive coach working for tech leaders who dare to be, which is my brand, a better leader in the world. And what inspired you to be here today? Uh, well, it's women in tech, right? I mean, we should be supporting each other. Uh, we don't always get the support. There are some amazing people that, that are gender blind, but not everybody is. So we need to create our own communities and support and uplift each other as well. And something we were talking about for just a second is um, as a culture, at least I felt this way, that I'm not enough. One thing I admire about you is you confidently came on stage and you're like, I don't have that problem. Can you share with us how you overcome adversity or your own weaknesses in order to feel like, hey, I got this. I could take on anything the world gives me. Well, that's a great question. I mean, I had many times in my career where my voice was taken away. And so my journey was to take it back. And that's my continuous journey. It's not every day. I don't feel like this 100% of the time every day. But I surround myself with people who believe in me. So I believe in community. I, I'm a coach and I have an amazing coach who reminds me when I forget that about myself. But I surround myself with people who never lose that side of me and I never lose that side of them. So community is a big part of believing in yourself. You brought up your coach. You brought up um, that you also coach. Can you give us a framework on how to attract a mentor and what a mentorship relationship looks like? Yeah. I mean, for me, it's like I look at some to find somebody that's further down the road that I want to be on. Because if they're not on the path that I want to be, then they probably can't help me down my path. Just like as a coach, I help people who see the path that I've been on and that inspires them. So it really is, you know, figure out where you want to go, figure out who's already there, ask them for help or ask them how they got help to get there. And what's a huge obstacle that you've successfully overcome and how did you overcome it? Well, the biggest obstacle was believing the voices that told me I wasn't good enough. And that was hard because there were times where 
statistically, I was crushing it and that I was ranked the lowest in the company, ironically, the only woman in the company at the time. And so that, you know, the, the engineer in me didn't understand that, that logic. And so I really had to go find, you know, I could either stay there and fight or I can go find people that believe in me. And I went from that worst experience of my career to the best experience of my career where people just saw me as an accomplished person that can help them achieve their goals. And they didn't care whether I was male, female, white, black, tall, short, skinny, fat. They were just wanting me to be on the team. So I was fortunate to find uh, to go from the worst situation of my career to the best situation in my career. And that changed everything. Thank you so much for hanging out with the Women in Tech podcast. How can people connect with you further? Um, well, uh, they can reach out to me at daretobecoaching.com with the number two, Allison with one L at daretobecoaching.com. If you are somebody that wants to be dared to be greater, to find that greatness in yourself, you need a champion. I promise you, I will be your biggest champion until you become your own biggest champion. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. Did you guys love hearing from Allison? Awesome. This has been a micro live podcast here at USC. And we are so, so elated to support and celebrate women in tech around the world. Make sure to say hello on social at Women in Tech Show on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. And check out the Facebook group, womenintechvip.com. I will talk to you guys. See you guys. All the things in the next episode. Bye. And that's a very mini version on how I do my podcast. But usually with gear. I travel around. Thank you so much. I wanted to show you a demonstration. This is about community. This is about bringing women in tech together. It's about empowering um, ourselves. Do you see how uh, accessible it is to create change and impact? I think creating change and impact is just about making a choice and utilizing the resource we have. It doesn't need to be bigger and more complicated than we make it. And so I hope that you'll all use your phones and uh, put aside your social media addictions just like I have to spend, you know, five to 15 minutes celebrating someone in your world, in your life, and sharing their story so that, you know, that uh, train of inspiration can t- continue to go on. If you want to say hello to me, I'm at Esprit Devorah on Twitter. So I tweet, tweet, tweet. That's my favorite platform uh, for social media. And um, thank you for having me. Do you guys have any questions? Yeah. Uh, when you do the podcast like that where it's live, are you doing the intro and the outro right there like that every time? Like so, I, so I did my Women in Tech podcast live at South by Southwest, and I did do the intro uh, live, and I, but I didn't do the end part. There's an end part that you guys didn't hear, uh, which is pretty much uh, you say something like, this is Esprit Devora, creator of Women in Tech, uh, creator of We Are LA Tech, based in Santa Monica, California, unifying the LA Tech ecosystem. And you're listening to the Women in Tech podcast. So I usually have them do that in a normal interview, but when live, I don't because sometimes it takes people a while, and I don't want them repeating that same thing in front of an audience. Does that answer your question? Yeah, yeah. Do you guys have any other questions? Yeah. Well, first, thank you. Oh yeah. Secondly, um, how did you build your following? I mean, you know that's. Yeah, no, that's a great question. I built my following, whatever following I may have, by caring about people. Like, I asked myself, how can I genuinely care about people in more depth every day? Yeah. And then my new thing is also, how do I do that and in tandem take care of myself? I think I actually forget to take care of myself. 
and I put everybody like before me. And that, that's a problem. I can't be the leader I want to be and serve the community in the most effective way I want to serve community if I can't, uh, if I am not taking care of myself first. Does that answer your question? Yes, it does. I was also looking tactically. Was it, was it you said Twitter? Sure. Um, I do a lot of personal, th thank you. I do a lot of personalized emails. Like, literally, I spend hours where someone else would spend five seconds. Um, like, today on my to do list is to create personal videos for uh, like thousands of people throughout the next couple months. Um, those take time. Uh, I'm going to write the person's name on a board so they know it's not like a form email, like it's truly to them. Um, a lot of personalization, uh, a lot of like social media communication, but again, authentic social media communication. Like I'm not a growth hacker. I just do my best to care at scale. Yeah. 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 It's tough. It's tough. Uh, and there was a question behind you. Um, yeah, two questions. So when you say live, you're you obviously are alive in this environment, but you're not posting it right now. Oh, that's a great, that's actually a great question. It's something that I have to get better at explaining because it's been a miscommunication with uh, other people as well. The term live, even the term podcast is a little confusing. We haven't clearly defined what is a podcast. Is it audio? Is it video? Live um, does mean what you said, like airing it live. No, I did not air it live. I meant live as in it's being produced live. And I need to become more clear on my word choices when I share that because that's actually something that's come up before a misunderstanding. So I'd probably just say, I'd probably start using the word perform it in front of you rather than it's live. Like, we're going to perform the Women in Tech podcast to air at a later date. Yeah. And then what are you, did you just record that and then you're going to edit it later? On yeah, it's recorded here on my phone and I'll send it to my editing team and then they'll uh, produce it. Yeah. And then what but, app are you using to actually get it? Oh, to get it to the, to the people? Uh, and it's so funny. Um, I, I, I became a customer of Simplecast in 2014. So I use Simplecast as my podcast hosting provider. Uh, and I have both my shows with them, and I'll have more shows like on there. So Simple, I was really confused, too, when I first started podcasting. I'm like, how do you get this file on Apple. Like, I just want to get it on Apple. How do I do that? And uh, a lot of the technologies just felt really complicated to me. And I also wanted a modern looking one page site without me building something myself. And so uh, I discovered Simplecast. They were created at the end of 2013. So I found them when they were still very startup. And um, yeah, and so I, it was very simple. I got it in Apple in no time. Uh, yeah. Does that answer your question? Yeah. And did you have a question too? I wanted to know about that. Oh, yeah. And if anybody has questions on how to podcast and podcasting, ask away. Like, tweet me at Esprit Devora. Yeah, happy to help. Yeah, I have the same similar question, but because I'm literally about to go on Saturday and record a bunch of podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> so we're launching in like two weeks. And so I'm Simplecast. Are you using, but you're using your phone audio or are you using Simplecast app? This is such a great question. Like, I love questions like this because it's interesting now that I've been doing it for, we're in 2019, so for five years, um, like, it's nice to remember, like, this is what I mean about connection. Like, for me, it's nice to have compassion about where you're coming from, where something that now seems easy to me is, like, new for you, and I like to understand it from your perspective. Um, so... I don't usually use my phone to record podcasts. I use two different sets of mic gear, which is a conversation for another time. But when I have that audio file, whether it's on an SD card or my computer, and again, 
I'm happy to connect with you, so none of this stuff is foreign. But at the end, I have this audio file, and then um, and then I have the audio file. My choice of production is produced and edited. Um, you don't have to. You could just have the audio file. Then I go to Simplecast. I write little description, kind of like YouTube, a description of what the episode's about, title, um, maybe art for the episode, just like a thumbnail on YouTube. And then I upload the file, and then Simplecast automatically publishes it to different um, distributors. So Simplecast is giving me the RSS feed, almost, almost like... Um, the I don't know if you'd call it like the body of the podcast like but then like I have to go then they send out the body to go to places so um so Apple Spotify like so Simplecast is what's enabling me to be on Apple Spotify and all the others that technology yeah and seriously connect with me like um my email's right there, Esprit at EspritDevora.com, um, and also Twitter. Yeah. Uh, I'm just wanted to share that I have a friend that has an app that just launched called Callcast. Oh, cool. Podcast on the go. So you could literally have an interview with somebody via phone. He said the quality via phone, phone to phone, is not as high if you did app to app. The quality gets better. Yeah. Um, but they're going to be doing video soon, so you could actually do video, video. You don't cool. have to be in person. But you Very could cool. actually put the microphone on just like you did yeah. in the app and then you record your podcast and then you just upload it straight to iTunes. It, it connects. You can connect yeah. your, your platforms into it. It's called CallCast. It's a really good point. Uh, cool. Definitely Google CallCast. There's a bunch of other ones too, like Ringer. Um, it's a great point. What I love about your point is that's the thing about podcasting that I was um, my intent was to demonstrate is that it can be done in several different ways. Like right now I just recorded literally on my phone that we all have in the audio app that comes with every phone. Um, you can, there's Squadcast to do remote interviews uh, where high quality remote interviews, computer to computer, where the person doesn't have to install anything. One thing, I don't know Callcast at all. I recommend you check out all of them. The one, when I've used Ringer that has that same kind of technology, it, it will drop and I'll lose a file. So I don't trust it be, because of that reason. But there are tons of reasons to use that technology too. Like you need to find out who you are, like as a podcaster, what kind of content you want to create and what kind of risks you do or don't want to take. Um, like I have risks too that I only just did this on the phone. My phone could crash right now, right? So we just you want to be mindful of what could happen and what kind of backup plans to put in place. I think I, I have time for maybe one more question. Is there any one more any more questions? I think I got them all right. All right. So if you have podcasting questions, at Esprit Devora and then Esprit at espritdevora.com is my email. And thanks. This is Alison Arna from Redondo Beach, California, founder of Dare to Be Coaching and Consulting. We are strategy consultants for tech startups and executive coach for tech leaders who dare to be a greater version of themselves. And you are listening to Women in Tech podcast. Women in Tech is an independently funded project funded by you, the community. So the way that you could support us is by going to patreon.com slash women in tech and making a small contribution. Every little bit counts. That's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash women in tech. Thank you so much for believing in our vision. Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener, go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes.